Less Than 2000. The podcast. Come on, come on, come on. Feel it, feel it. You got the good vibrations. I mean, that that song was the dude. I remember when that came out. It was July of 1991, and that was the biggest. That was just the biggest, dude. I, I, I can't believe how how that made me feel how cool it was the video i mean he's lift it was black and white video and he's like lifting weights with cinder blocks on the on the barbell and i'm shirtless and just like well no so no no, cool. no I, I i don't mean to interrupt but i i want to go a little deeper with this you said you know you i have no idea what this made you feel so i don't want to know what about marky mark with a shirt off lifting center blocks how did it make adam <laughs> feel expand on that please well, if you, if you can't tell, I'm sure the audience has picked up by the, on the fact by now that I am not afraid to say when a guy is a good looking guy. I, you know, I talked about no it. one's disputing that it was it was the time. It was the age that we were 10 years old for me when that came out. And he, he was a good looking guy. And, and he was just kind of the guy that we all wanted to be. Marky Mark, as in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. To this day, I refuse to refer to him as Mark Wahlberg. F*** you, you are Marky Mark. I don't care. You can try to reinvent yourself. I don't care how good of an actor you are. You are Marky Mark. Well, you know that follows him everywhere. I kind of understand it. I mean, you know, like he's married now with kids. I mean, I was just reading an article about how he was at like his kids baseball game. Like during one of the breaks, the entire place started busting out in good vibrations. Like that song came on. Right. And I guess his son buried his head in his helmet and went, oh no, and was like hiding from everybody because it was all eyes on, on Mark at that point. So, I mean, between the underwear ads and good vibrations video and boogie nights, like He's kind of got a pretty crazy past, like uh, of art. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that's a lot to explain to your children. Well, and it's also funny that you've got a dad who's a multimillionaire. Uh, you, you know, he was a model, a rapper, and now a big time actor. I mean, big time actor. And even that, his son or daughter, you know, his kids are still embarrassed. It does. It doesn't matter. That's just a yes. Kids but I mean, and all kids, thing. all kids are going to be embarrassed by their by their parents. So let's yeah. let's make sure we acknowledge the fact that you could be the coolest guy on the planet, and your kids are still going to think you're a freaking loser. So let's just like call that out. This is worse. This is good vibrations. This is Boogie Nights and Calvin Klein ads. I mean, there's a lot more to explain, you know, than just doing stupid things or being embarrassed by your dad. I mean, th this is like like launched into a whole new territory. So, of course, <laughs> so, of course, uh, well, I guess we'll start the episode now. The, uh, the Marky Mark, I will not refer to him as Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark is the younger brother of Donnie Wahlberg. And of course, Donnie Wahlberg was in the band New Kids on the Block. And I did not know this until today. Marky Mark was actually one of the original members of New Kids on the Block. Was he and really? And he quit the band like a few months in. 
No kidding. Uh, look, I would much rather... You seem to think Good Vibrations is a bad song or something you should be embarrassed by. I would much rather be known for Good Vibrations than being in New Kids on the Block. I mean, New Kids on the Block was a way bigger deal, but I mean, as far as like embarrassing things, I'd much rather be Marky Mark than Donnie Wahlberg. Please, please, please. You got to understand, I'm not talking about the song. The song is great. I'm talking about the music video. Everybody remembers that black and white video. I mean, that was one of the hottest music videos of 1991. And that whole like, you know, that interlude when they're on bed. I mean, it goes from him lifting weights and like, you know, doing all that stuff to like suddenly like a very intimate scene in the middle of the music video before he goes back to rapping. That's more of what I'm talking about. Because you know his kids YouTubed that and went, oh my God, dad. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Sure. You know they saw that. That's what they're embarrassed by. Well, and you also referenced, you know, particularly the final shot of Boogie Nights too. Imagine, imagine saying that. Explaining that, that to your kids. That's not mine. That's a prosthetic. You know, Donnie Wahlberg actually produced uh, the album. Marky Mark's first album, Music for the People, the big one. Oh, did he really? Donnie. I didn't know that. And, and. Do you remember that I got you that tape for your birthday? No, because I think you forgot that you actually got me his second album, You Gotta Believe, in 92. I See, I don't even remember there being a second album. I really, I thought I got you the original, the, the music for the people, the good one, the first one. By Marky Mark. Are you sure about that? I thought it was You Gotta Believe. Either that or I was just really excited about the second one because I loved the first one so much that I was like, oh my God, there's another one? Yes! And I maybe I just ran out and got the, the cassette tape, you know, on my own. But I just, I really remember it was like my birthday. It was. And there was, we had an overnight party and I remember us like rocking out to the song track two, You Gotta Believe. So 91 is when this came out, July of 91. And this was the era of white rappers. I mean, this was, this was, this, like you said, gave us hope that we could be white rappers someday. To the Extreme came out, To the Extreme by Vanilla Ice came out September of 91. Yep. So this was almost a year later. But then you remember Informer by Snow was 92 and he was a Canadian. I mean, not just a white guy, a super white guy, a Canadian rapper, 92. And then there was Pop Goes the Weasel by Third Base, which had two white rappers. Wait, um, that had white rappers in it? Yeah, two white rappers and one black guy in, 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 that, in that one. And remember one of them like, had the kid and play haircut with the, with the glasses? See, I always loved that. I always loved third base. It was awesome. So that was the era of, of, of bad white rap. And it, it cannot be overstated how big To the Extreme and Ice Ice Baby was. And that just totally paved the way for Marky Mark. Without all of that other stuff, you you definitely don't have Marky Mark. I mean, let's let's because we have to be at least somewhat intelligent on this on this show. We obviously know Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch was not some like genius like musical group. They they weren't slaying you with rhymes that made you that moved you into like a new direction of humanity or anything like that. But it was fun. <laughs> You know, I mean, it was just fun. I mean, it, I went, I mean, having gone back and listened to prepare for this, I mean, it's like Sample City and just like, I mean, if somebody else was doing it, they did it. I mean, oh, it yeah. was just, oh yeah, it was just that dropped in like, mother non did too. And like all this. Yeah. Like, I mean, totally. I think I heard the same soundbite on like four different albums. So 
to be clear, we're not like talking about this from a super fan standpoint, like it's the greatest thing since they created sliced bread. However, after Vanilla Ice, Marky Mark was cool, man. Vanilla Ice was cool in 1990. I mean, to us, obviously, not to to actual legitimate rappers. Can you imagine what it was probably like for guys like Run DMC and Public Enemy and NWA, the guys that had been doing the the real rap from the 80s, and then suddenly these white boys come along and just totally popularize rap on a different level that had never been seen before, and, and, and they just must have hated that Okay, so it's funny. Everybody remembers Marky Mark, but the Funky Bunch, who who the... I, I don't even remember the Funky Bunch. I don't even remember them in their videos. Okay, and their names like Scotty G. Of course, you're Scotty G is on the backup. Drug free, so put the crack up. I mean, okay... I did Scotty G or anybody else actually sing on any of these songs. And then there is Hector, the booty inspector. No, please tell me that's a joke for real. And ashy ace. I mean, those that's the funky bunch. And then of course there was the, the, the black woman who sung all the, the choruses and stuff in so many of the songs, but she was not technically part of the quote funky bunch. So you think it sucks being in, you think it would suck to be in like, um, you know, new kids on the block or whatever. Imagine being in the funky bunch and nobody knows who the hell you are. No, and that I, was your musical career. Nobody knows who they are. To this day, I have no idea who they are. I'm sure some people do, but... They don't even have, like, blue links that you can click on on, on, on Wikipedia. That means they literally did nothing else. They don't have their own page. They have and, nothing and, else. And they're not even in the videos. Like, why, did, why wasn't it just Marky Mark? Like, why did he even do that? Why Why did he even have a bunch if he doesn't even... It is true, because all you think of is Marky Mark. Like, who's the bunch? I mean, it was literally the music videos were Marky Mark. I don't... Very few people had anything to say outside of that. Yeah. Good Vibrations, number one hit. The other, the other big single from the first one was Wild Side. And I actually do like Wild Side. Uh, I liked it then, and I re-listening to it now. It, it's cheesy, but it's it's his deep one. It's the one about there's like suicide references, and I think like drug stuff. And um, I mean, it was heavy. the The sample is Lou Reed's "Take a Walk on the Wild Side," and I remember it wasn't till in college or something that I first heard the the original song that that came from and like oh like oh somebody redid marky mark's wild side no 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 that was the original one from like the 60s or 70s you you actually thought that somebody ripped marky mark off not marky mark ripping them off hey that's okay people thought you know going back to vanilla ice people thought that queen and david bowie ripped off vanilla ice with do 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 no ours is do 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 the other the other big one from that one the one that i really remember gotta get money gotta get paid gotta get money gotta get paid it was a it was it was a fun one i kind of i completely forgot about that one and and it's good and that's that's ripping off uh that's using the sample from for the love of money by the ojs and, so was there uh, anything original on any of this or was this all all sample I don't think the Good Vibrations uh, was a sample. I think that was an original song all the way through. So he had one original song that everyone was like, yo, that's going to be the hit. And then they were like, all right, let's just throw a bunch of other tracks and samples and just kind of lay some shit over it. Let's go. He, he, he was kind of the it thing in the early 90s for what it was. I mean, then he became a CK model, Calvin Klein model. He was doing those like 
topless ads with Kate Moss. Wasn't it the other way around? Didn't he do the underwear ads and then become Marky Mark? Or I, I really don't know, but um, I, no, I don't think so. I think CK came later. Uh, okay, so let's move on to 1990. Let's move on to the second one, 1992. You gotta believe. I I don't remember this one. I don't think I ever owned it. I think by this time I was over Marky Mark. It wasn't interesting to me anymore. See, I was clinging on, but then there really was only the one good, the really the only one good song on that whole thing. But 90, 90 what song was that? You gotta believe track two. Yeah. And and it sucked. I, I liked that I, it, song. It sucked. No, it was the most generic. It was just exactly like it was trying to be. We come uh, back at you one two. more time. No, it was like it was. It was like. I mean, it was overly produced, yeah. and it wasn't as like it wasn't as streamlined as as Good Vibrations. But everybody played Good Vibrations so much that it was like finally there's another song to listen to that's like kind of fun. Uh, I I don't remember it by then. By then, by '92, The Chronic by Dr. Dre had come out, so like real rap, the stuff that was like groundbreaking was starting to come out and, and just make when you when you compare the chronic to you gotta believe by marky mark and the funky bunch yeah no that's not gonna happen you gotta remember i could play marky mark and the funky bunch out loud at home without my parents saying anything i could not play the true. chronic at home so true just to really give myself a little bit of credit because everybody's gonna be like yo this dude is way too into marky mark so like just to clarify i did in fact have the chronic i did listen to that album a lot i listened to that way more i promise than marky mark and the funky bunch i'm just saying i could play that one out loud and my parents wouldn't ground me so it yeah you know, Mar- marky mark all. didn't swear he didn't, he didn't, he didn't swear it, was, it wasn't. And if you didn't see the videos, if you're just listening to the tape, you didn't realize how racy he was. Cause in every video he's, he's making out. I mean, he's, he's like getting it on with a girl in every video I saw to prepare for this. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Do you think he had like creative decision on that? Like, yo, Mark, what do you want to do? I want you to call so-and-so we're going to make out. So, so that second one. It was it was way past his prime. Nothing charted. None of his uh, none of the singles went anywhere. The album didn't go anywhere. I, I don't, you know, he became an actor after that. 1994, he had his first big movie with Danny DeVito called Renaissance Man, and he's never really looked back. I guess he did some stuff. He did a song with Donnie. He did some song for somebody, some reggae song or something uh, in the later in the 90s. But his career was two albums. His musical career, and he's a much better actor. I mean. He's great in The Departed, for instance. Mark Wahlberg's fantastic. Marky Mark is a good actor. No, no, no. Marky Mark is a failed musician. Mark Wahlberg is an amazing actor. See, that's that's my chance to get all high-pitched and worked up like you. He wasn't a failed musician. He had a number one hit single. He sold a platinum album. He had all sorts of girls throwing their panties at him. I mean, he he, he, he was was a successful musician. Is that success? and it, it wasn't panties a, being well, thrown at you as success. That's that's how we're so, going to classify success. So, on it's like, so yes, by that metric, he was definitely a success. He he, he wasn't just a one hit wonder because wild wild um, wild side got up to number ten, and uh, got to get money charted. He was a one hit wonder. Let's face it. Yeah, but, like, I'm just letting you go on. I, I I don't think he so much failed as he moved on to do something he was much better at. Uh, the funny thing is, he actually didn't have any... He loved movies, but he never thought he wanted to be an actor. It wasn't until he like went in and did his first audition that he went, 
oh, I kind of like this, and then, then chased the movie career. He wasn't really chasing it, I don't think. Much like Tupac. One thing that I have no memory of whatsoever, but apparently it's one of the worst games ever made. There was a video game called Make My Video, colon, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, for Sega CD in 92 or 93. First of all, Sega CD, nobody remembers that peripheral. That was a piece of crap. That I don't even know what you're talking about. The Sega CD was an add-on to the Sega. Like it, you, you, you literally attached it, I think. It wasn't its own thing. Oh, it was okay. like an attachment. Like Remember I had that worthless 32X thing? Yeah, that, yeah. They kept Frankensteining the Sega to give it more life with a CD-ROM and, and the 32X add-on. Okay, yeah. But yeah, yep. make my video, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It's so hard to find. There's like hardly any, I didn't see any uh, screenshots or anything. And in fact, I think the Wikipedia page said, it's almost, you know, you cannot find footage of this game. <laughs> but, so like it's it's buried. He used all of his money and power to, like, bury as much of his past as possible. So how did Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch get a video game, but not MC Hammer? I mean, what? Now that blows my mind, because if they had it, there is no excuse for MC Hammer to have not had a game. He was good for his time. It was a very, it was like with that, that moment in time, the, white, the early 90s, the white rapper fad and he really capitalized on that and then moved on to acting which he's much much better at fantastic in boogie nights i know that movies you know people have a hard time taking it seriously he is a tremendous actor in that he's an, and, he's and an incredible it, actor in that taking it seriously how, how can you not take that seriously that's a great movie I can't wait to talk about this with you. People just think it's like a, a sex movie. And well, that's because they, they they're looking at it wrong. They don't understand what? the genius behind it. You know, see, different this episode, is why you're going to have episode. a heart attack before, oh. <laughs> way before your time because you get worked up over little things like that. Uh, and, and The Departed. I mean, he was, he was just so good in that movie. I don't know I, what else he's been in, but Transformers or something. Well, I mean, I'm I, not saying they're all winners, but hey, he paid, got paid a ton of money for that. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't, I don't judge success by panties being thrown. I, I, I judge it by the monetary value that you have created. Oh, so you just go by money then. Uh, so by that metric, Vanilla Ice is one of the best ever. You don't go by, you don't even go by quality of artistic achievement. You go by monetary. Interesting. You know what? You're right. I'm going to do this as a take two. I combine artistic integrity yeah, and the amount put of that money all together with, yeah, yeah, put, <laughs> yeah. It all now put together. it all together with a you judge by panties, and then and then. <laughs> so oh, I figured three. I figured we would just leave all this in. <laughs> we would just hear me getting to this point where, yeah, he's right. I sounded like a real money hungry piece of because it's yeah. really not about money. There's been some of the greatest art has been made as has made very little money, but they become cult classics, and so. I don't know why I said that about money. I was just trying to counteract your panty comment. So fine, take three. So yeah. So what you're saying is you judge success by panties being thrown at you. I judge it based on the artistic integrity and acclaim of the art and also the monetary value. It's all of that. And Marky Mark was definitely a success by every metric except maybe artistic achievement, <laughs> integrity, and all that. 